And it's lights out and away we go. What's up guys and girls and welcome back to the GT UK F1 podcast. I am joined by David. Hey, hey everyone. So, Land of Cowboys and... Cheerleaders. Yes. Or, in other words, Coda. Back to Coda, as I'm calling it the Las Vegas warm-up act. Yeah. <laughs> because you know that all the stuff they put on there, they're going to dial up to 11. Yeah, they will do. And... But, <clears throat> it was a spring weekend. Was it... I wouldn't say the most interesting race we've had. It had a bit of a sting in the tail afterwards. <laughs> which I'm sure we'll get on to in good time. But the one joy is, because of timing of day, I actually got to see quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a rarity for me, but... Yeah, it was, it was kind of a bit of a bugger, because obviously... The Sunday night I was involved in a stream, and... Somebody didn't think that through with it being a fat day. It was like eight o'clock. <laughs> an, an eight o'clock race. It was like. You had to watch it afterwards. I did, so I didn't get to vote for like the driver of the day like I normally would. You see, folks, his dedication to you. He'll give up watching a live race in order to be with you guys. I think he should be touched at that. I think, I think he deserves a round of applause there. I would, but my soundboard doesn't work when we're in this room. <laughs> um, and it's see, I didn't mind watching the rerun because no, something to me get used to because, like I say, timing-wise, it's not always feasible for me. Yeah, I mean, well, I sort of, I did have the race on on my mobile, but. You know, yeah. I was looking down every sort of so often, but I couldn't really focus on it. But that's why, yeah. I, you know, I could I watched the build up beforehand, and uh, yeah. But honestly, I wish I'd have missed it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not going to go down as a great. No, I will say that. No, it's it wasn't. You know, there was a lot of things involved. See, I kind oh, of. Oh, that's why. Okay. I've now worked out why he was Adam Driver doing all that stuff before the race because he's in the Ferrari film, isn't it? Yeah. Him, Penelope Cruz, and Charlene Woodley, whoever that is. Oh, right. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the other quick news I'd wanted to get on to before before we uh, get into, like, practice or whatever, was they had uh, one of the part... I don't know if they had... If some of the others were there, but they had some of the Alpine Consortium. But yeah, the new guys, Anthony Joshua and one or two others have bought the team out, haven't they? Yeah. Because you got his message to Pierre, I think it was to Pierre before the race. Hmm. And, yeah, I mean, okay, fair play to Alpine, but uh, are they struggling that much? <laughs> um, Well, considering one car, 
didn't exactly do brilliantly in the race, did it? To be no. fair, they managed to avoid running into each other, which is quite well going for the Alpine boys. Yeah. But, no, I, I just did wonder because, you know, are they struggling financially? I don't know. Let's not forget, F1's an expensive thing to do. Yeah. Did we ever hear... I believe, I believe it was the great Frank Williams who said, how, you know, he said, how do you make a small fortune from motorsport? You start mm. with a big one. Yeah. I mean, did we hear any more back about this Andretti business? No, this... Reading between the lines, it sounds like a lot of the teams are quite against it. I think because they're worried that it's going to be an extra team taking money from the prize pool. Yeah, but the fact is they've still got to, like we've said, like we've said before, they've got to pay $200 million to mm. get in. I mean, like I said, it's hard to say, I think the sport, given all the chances, would like more teams, especially a team that's bringing a new manufacturer in. I I think I know what it is. I think if it was two new teams, I think they probably wouldn't be against it. Because it's only the one, it then goes to eleven, so it it start it it odd numbers it. Well, it's it's gonna be an even number of cars. It'll be twenty two cars, isn't it? Yeah. Assuming they run a two-car team, which you've got to assume they will, because well, I don't yeah. know if the rules don't allow you to run three cars, or whether just nobody's ever tried to do the expense of it, but... Not allowed to run three cars anymore. Nah, fair enough, but... No, because they wouldn't be allowed to, because if you think about it, look at what happened when William... Look at what happened with Williams and the spare car incident. Yeah, but that, that, that's a bit different to... If you, if you could sign up to the season and say, I'm going to run three cars then that's when, when you've signed up saying I'm only going to run two and then pull a third one out, I understand why that gets you. Yeah. But Foul I, of the law. But I think it would still kind of go under that same rule. It I'd... probably would, because I'm pretty sure if they could, someone like Red Bull would have tried running three cars by now. Yeah. But, no, to answer your question, I think it's just going back now, it's just down to the, the business people to hammer out contracts. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Like I say, I hadn't what, heard... What's your thoughts? Would you like to see Andre and Cadillac in, or...? To be honest, yeah. I would. Hmm. It's another team. Yes, you know. You know, another team. Couple more drivers. And... And I must have it as much as Daphne maybe sounds. I'm all for growing the sport in America. I think that can only be a positive thing. Bring more money in, especially... I mean, America kind of have has who've not exactly been glorious. They've had the moments, but nothing amazing. So I think if America had the chance of a team, you know what the USA is like when it gets behind something. Yeah. I can only see that as being a positive thing for the sport. Yeah, as long as I see. I know we're we've you know we've got three year uh, American races now, but I hope we're not. We're not gonna lose the European side of things. Well, we're not, are we? Still, let's be honest. Unless there's such a massive switch around that all the European-based teams all decide to bugger off to America. Because mm. you've got, you know, because you've got the, you've just got the light. At, at the moment, there's only Haas who are really US-based. Yeah. Most of the other teams are British, with the exception, really, of um, 
Red Bull who are classed as Austrian. But yeah, they have a factory in Milton Keynes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the way it's the way it goes. A lot of them, but I don't think you're ever in danger of that. I mean, no, I'm you joking. It's like, it's like America had the World Series of baseball for many years. Only America ever entered it, but it was still the World Series. Yeah, but it, it was more European tracks. You know what I mean? It's more losing the, the European tracks. I, I don't think we could get many more in America. Please don't forget, we've got a long list of tracks who want to host F1 races anyway. One, uh, like we know, one tried and uh, bailed foul. Which one are you on about now? Kyle Army. Yes. What's one to other thing? I, mean, I forget what the kind of connection you with the China's back or not. Uh, I believe so. I believe China is coming back next year. Hmm. According to the calendar, so, anyways. So, you know, we've got plenty. We're still. And plus, I'm not really sure how many more US tracks are out there that are. Formula One friendly. Yeah, what do they call it? They call it um, FIA Class One or something, don't they? Yeah. Get them, get them around going. Get them around bloody Detona. <laughs> Laguna, Laguna Seca. Because you tried to have one cars down the corkscrew. Yeah. You know, there's, there's perhaps the likes of Watkins Glen, but it's a lot of years yeah, since but... that hosted F1. I am really not sure. I think what that I think date that... that track is in right I've now. I've got to say, even that a push. I mean, we'll caught up. coming back across. Quarter wasn't in the best condition by the looks of it. Well, no, it's just, it's, it's, it got recently resurfaced, didn't it? And it looks like they got something horribly wrong when they did it. Yeah. Because, like, moving on, I don't know, did you see, you saw practice one? I saw most of it, yeah, but yeah. I, was, I think I was doing other things, but I had it on in the background. And? Our only practice session, because, of course, sprint weekend. Yeah. And, I mean,. It looked the track did look bumpy. I mean, I know a couple of the drivers have come out and said since, likes of Lando, and they've also mentioned the drivers' association, whatever the hell they call themselves. That driver's union that Russell runs. Yeah, basically of having discussions about the state of that track, and if they were to resurface the track. Not to resurface it in a breaking zone. Uh, just, well, one thing I didn't realize is done the old like it's almost the old British trick because it's built on marshland. Mm. Obviously, reclaim which I mean, you know yourself, we've got a couple of marsh roads around here. Yeah, and you know what they're like. Oh yes. So you're always going to be fighting if you're trying to build on marshland. You are always fighting that. Well, because basically the land moves. Yeah, I mean, I now mean... to me, bumpy circuit. It's I always go by, and it's a silly saying, but it's the same for every driver. The circuit's bumpy. Just you know, he's supposed to be one of the best drivers in the world. You just got to try and deal with it. Hmm. But there is a point I'll make later on. Well, what's wrong gonna say? That yeah, it's just. That was just to do with a couple of things 
back in relation to the circuit. Yeah, no, fair enough. So practice one, I can't, I must admit, I can't remember a lot of the results or anything. So it obviously stood out that well for me. I think it was then when they first said it was Stroll's braking issues, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I really should have. I mean, I'm not, I never look into practice. You know what I mean? I don't look into the practice times. Oh, no, because you, you never know what teams are doing, cars are doing. Never, yeah, if you'd read practice, if you take practice as gospel, then all kinds of things, Yuki would have won a race this year. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Max. It was Max and Leclerc and Hamilton. Hmm. And then Perez. Um, and then K. Mag was in like fifth. I mean, the Haas, yeah, it was weird because the Haas did show potential, but then. Sort of I wonder if it turns out to be the wrong decision what they did. I mean, but was, well, I'll mention that in the race because he's skipping ahead. Mm. So well, after, pra- after practice, well, the only other thing to mention was was he Oscar had a bit of a spinning moment. Oh, or Neil near spin, near spin, but it was where he went off. The fact- I honestly can't recall that. So must be when I wasn't paying attention. If he hadn't recovered, he'd have been in the barrier, put it that way. <laughs> I mean, he got a proper tank slapper on. Um, and it was just like, yeah, there's a barrier there. He did very well because he was flying at the point he got the tank slapper. <laughs> well, these guys are supposed to be good. Yeah, but he's only a rookie. You've got, you know... Okay, we. I mean, I can. Can you call him a rookie? But he's yeah, still yeah. he's, he's, he's still he's a first, rookie. I think anybody in their first season is a rookie. Still a to me. Anybody, your first yeah. season, you're a rookie. I don't you know. Anybody in their first season who is still a rookie. That's but, why Alonso won that young driver test about three years ago. But managed <laughs> to. Uh. Win a sprint race. Uh, I'll tell you one of the ones where I am so gutted for Lando. Because he has been so close on so many occasions and to watch his teammate go and do it. Yeah. Proving that the car is capable. And yet somehow Lando always the bridesmaid. Yeah. But it's He'll get he'll get a win, don't no, he will get a win, but it just he's had so many near misses at this point, it's like yeah, you know, poor guy just needs a bit of luck to go his way. But it's just he just he outshone Oscar basically when he won the sprint. It's like a kind of a bit of a middle finger to like you know I'm to sergeant. It's like well yeah I'm a rookie. Yeah, but you've got to compare the cars as well. Oh, the Williams is shite. I mean, Albon is outperforming that car by a mile. Oh, we know that. Which is something Albon's been good at for the last couple of years. So, I kind of... Uh, Sergeant, to me, he's not done brilliant this year. I think I've said this a couple of times already. He's 
But at the same time, I have to give him some points in that the car is... I mean, stick him in the Red Bull, and I think he'd be a lot further forward. Yeah. So... Well, it's, it's one, that's one of those, and it's, the debate's going to rattle on. He's, I mean, he's confirmed for next season, is he not? Or is his the last seed that's still not confirmed? Uh, I, I at this, I at this point can't remember. There's one. I, f- mm. yeah, I think Sergeant still hasn't. That's the one car that isn't. Yeah, Williams, this list I'm seeing here from motorsportmagazine.com From like September uh, August, but last updated today apparently mm. The list gives us everything confirmed apart from the last Williams seat Yeah. Now the thing is you got Sergeant there or you've got someone like Liam Lawson a step backwards and would would Williams would Williams have the cash to take him out of his reserve contract yeah but at the same time looking from Red Bull's point of view somebody else trains him yeah let him see a couple of years in the Williams build a bit of experience then either bang him in the Alpha Tower or hell straight into the main Red Bull if he can show any promise well there is that you know, you know, and I've said it before that, you know, Red Bull, I mean, Albon's links with Red Bull, to me, are why he'll never get a Mercedes seat. It's just because he's got that sponsorship. And he brought that, the problem was that Red Bull sponsorship came from, with him from yeah. DTM. Well, I, to me, that means that he wouldn't get, well, okay, he was a Red Bull driver for, you know, F1 before he went to DTM. Yeah, he was a Red Bull. He couldn't hack it. But, to me, that's convincing, and that would be the same with Lawson. You'd, I think even if you claim to have left, I'm not sure if you'd be allowed, be given a seat in the top Merc. No. If you would had links to the opposition. But, like I say, if Williams needs somebody just who probably wouldn't be too expensive because he's not exactly got the experience to demand high money. Hmm. Like I say, from Red Bull's point of view, I'd let him go fairly cheap because, yeah, you guys have won a two-year deal. You know, for not a lot of money, all gone, take him. You train him up, but make sure you leave a clause in the contract that you get first refusal back on him at the end of the two years. Yeah. I'll put <laughs> you see him, what I'm saying? I'll put him out on loan for two years. Well, that's kind of, that's the other option. <laughs> I'd just I'd put out, you know, whatever the F1 equivalent of the football free transfer is. Yeah, yeah, here's a two-year deal. Go f- drive for them for two years, but you come back to us before any new fresh contracts signed. And assuming he shows similar sort of form to what he showed in the Alpha Tauri, which itself is not an amazing car, mm. then I think he'd be in a really good position to, say, at least jump into the Alpha Tauri, say you've not perhaps... You may be thinking the end of Perez's career by then. Yeah, but that's just my, that's just my thoughts on the matter. I don't know. 
Like I said, this is going to run on and on and on until an announcement is made. Well, yeah. I thought they would have announced something by now. But... The fact they haven't either means they haven't got anything. Or they're not wanting... Or there's something big that they're not wanting to make public just yet. Hmm. Or perhaps they're not wanting... The only way I can see it is you don't want to announce you're replacing a driver too early. Because where's that driver's motivation come from if he knows he's out at the end of the season? Because let's be honest, if Sergeant, if it was announced tomorrow that Sergeant isn't driving for Williams, every up. other seat's taken. Yeah. So he's no chance of getting an F1 drive next year. Yeah. So where would your motivation be to actually try and perform well for a team, you know, are just dropping you? Well, we've seen that happen. Oh, we have, yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, there's a couple of teams where I think it needs to happen, but for various reasons it doesn't. Pretel. I think Aston might need to drop Stroll. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. That's why, man, I understand why it hasn't happened and the difficulties there, but I honestly believe. I'm sorry, but I mean, I did watch some of the, I did watch the full. Uh, I watched the the highlights of the race, but then I watched the full thing back. Mm. I watched some of the the media pen stuff, which I do, you know. Yeah. Stroll's demeanor in the media pen at the moment is shocking. I think his head's down, in it is. Yeah, but he's just—he's very. I don't want to use the word brattish. He's very, very. Uh... He's currently being shown up by his teammate, who's a damn sight older than him. Well, yeah, but he's probably got everybody saying the same things we're saying. I mean, well, I, I, it probably didn't help that maybe the fact he did see the fact that um, the organisers becked up and uh, put Felipe Drogovic's picture up instead of his. <laughs> That's a bit like when Zhao was accidentally announced by an Alfa Romeo dealer in Shanghai, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if that, if that had to come out then, that yeah, he's actually driving next year, wow, that would have been a bore. But the thing, what I want to know is... That means, for some reason, there are pictures of Drogovic in Aston Martin uniform. Flipper Drogovic is the reserve anyways. Yeah, but that means the pictures have been done. Why would that picture have even been made if they didn't think they were going to use it? Yeah, I know. You get what I'm saying? Mm Hmm. Why was that picture a thing? Don't know. But, to me... Just one second, leave me out. You drop Stroll, take Mick in that car, alongside Alonso. Alonso would get him sorted. Couple, a year or two in there, Hamilton steps back. Mick moves in. You give a second driver to back George up. Yeah. I just... You see where I'm coming from with that? Yeah. I, <laughs> I agree with... What Mercedes did to Mick and put him as a reserve, I agreed with that. 
I agree because the hat wasn't the right place for him. No. You know. I also there's a combination of things that happen with him, and we've gone way off topic. I love this, but um, I know. I am not doubting his driving skill, but perhaps his name wrote a check. Yeah. That he wasn't quite ready to to cash. Oh, he, the problem was he was do- he was very very dominant within the F two series. Yeah. But, you know, any other driver who'd have come into the sport as he did would have yeah. gone... It was a fairly steady rookie season. You know, Sergeant. Mm. It was a fairly steady rookie season. I mean, your old favourite guy, Nikita, was a mm. rookie at the same time. Which was He a... outperformed Nikita. But he had a lot of accidents. But the problem was the surname. Yeah. There was, was an instant added... Pressure. Pressure and expectation. Yeah. You I've... know, which which is a bit unfair, but that's the world. I still think Haas made the frigging mistake. They made the mistake that they had two rookies in the car. Yeah, no. I've, that's why I'm telling that's why that's why I've said what I just said. Yeah. Alonso and Mick. Yeah. I think that lineup would be dynamite. If Mick can get, if Mick could get his head down and get, learn a bit off Alonso, learn off a two times world champion. Yeah. Only mind he's got a seven times world champion at home, but yes, we all know the backstory of that, which I'm not gonna no, track through the system again. We also know that seven times world champion just doesn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm... I don't want to drag that story through again, no. but. That's the point I'm trying to raise is that I think a year or two in there with Alonso yeah. would be what he'd need to settle him down. And like I say, by that point, Hamilton goes off to, I don't know, save polar bears or whatever his project of the week is. Mm. George, by that point, will be the number one Merc driver. I think he's got a strong case of saying he's now, but something like Mickin is the number two as the second driver. Yeah. I think he'd fall into that role pretty well. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. back to practice. We got sidetracked there. <laughs> well, it'd be quality now. Okay, we talk for that long. I'm surprised he's not the race. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was main. This is where I. <sighs> I hate this new layout that we do quality for Sunday on Friday. And then quality for Saturday on Saturday. I'm sorry, I just don't like this whole jumping. Yeah. I still like it where the sprint set the grid for the race. Yeah, I mean... I like that setup, but I'm just grumpy old man yelling at Cloud. Yeah. I, <laughs> I kind of hope that they... Uh, perhaps drop this system, because... I... I... I, just I don't told think you it what works. I, I told you what I would do. Go back to the old system where the sprint sets the race. Yeah. But you have to start the race on your tires from your second set of the qualifying for the sprint. Hmm. You know how they used to do where you had to start the race on the size you back um quality two in? Yeah. Do that. Because you would then get this thought of do you push hard to do well in the sprint? 
Or do you maybe go for a better race tyre? Maybe jeopardising your spin position slightly. Yeah. And you'd have that. Because there's one thing, and as much as you like it or dislike it, one thing Qatar gave us was when the strategy gets thrown open, <clears throat> we get some interesting racing. Yeah. Because when the strategy is so allowed to mess around and have more than one, well, this is the quickest way of doing it. That's when we get excitement. Yeah. The thing that kind of balls me and all is when qualifying ends up getting run on hard. You know, you've got to use the hards. You've got to use yeah, the no, mediums. I... You've got to use the softs. I'm against that because it stops. As I said before, it was like, to me it was always like someone like Albon would at the end of Q2 throw a set of softs on, go balls to the wall and suddenly pop up in the middle of the top 10. Yeah. You know, and he removes that. It's like, because without that, you're basically short of any minor errors. You're just going to get a procession of the cars in the order you expect. Mm. As they say, variety is the spice of life, so. Yeah, it's just, I say, it's just very, very. It is quite procedural. Yeah, it does. And let's be honest, if it wasn't for Max running off the track. Mm. We'd have had a very standard grid. Now, as it was, it didn't make that big a difference in the grand scheme of things, but there you go. No. And obviously, Aston Martin had their brake issues. There's some more brake issues in qualifying. Well, yeah, was it the brake issues that led to them changing Alonso's car? Because um... they basically put Alonso, but this is jumping out to Ray. We'll write... We'll go back to this in the race because this is race stuff with sprint day to talk about first. Yeah, it. We'll leave it. I'll bring you back up at the yeah. when we talk about next four race. So yeah, qualifying was a bit blase. It was a bit. I don't know. Just this whole weekend in general was just like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to go. It's not going to go down as an epic for the ages. No. Then obviously you go to the deep. Then you went to sprint qualifying on the Saturday. You know, not a lot happened really, apart from the likes of Russell getting a free grid place grid penalty for impeding. when Stewart Leclerc passed his verdict. Yeah, that was actually quite funny that he'd come out <laughs> with that and it, you know, it was just like... Yeah, penalty for Miss Leclerc, thank you very much. Yeah, pe penalty for Mr. Russell. That, that, that was up there with, um, I love scientists commenting, Qatar, my dad would be fast around here. Yeah. It's one of those, like, I just love stuff like that. And obviously, you know, <laughs> Max, <laughs> Max just managing to show off 360 the car. And it's still, not the first time this year he's done that. And still get pulled. No, that, I know it's him, not. This is him checking there's nobody behind him. Don't forget the mirrors are shy on these cars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had a moment like it could have been a bit more nastier, but. The Red Bull sometimes seems quite solid, but then. For some reason, just 
at quarter seemed quite affected by the wind. Mm. Whereas it hadn't been that way normally. But maybe it was because they were riding it a little bit higher. Yeah, it's possible. As you say, we're going to come into that in the race again. But mm. was... And obviously, we got the sprint race. Now, there's going to be a bit of a debate here because, but well, I know exactly what your answer is going to be to it. Turn one, you know, they get away. Turn one, Hamilton off track and gained an advantage, but nothing was done about it. Yeah, like we had a bit of a talk about this mm. before we came on air, folks, just to full disclosure. My personal opinion, turn one, you've got to give a little bit of leeway. Oh, we know that. So, in my opinion, it's as long as it's nothing ridiculously blatant, I'm willing to let a bit of turn one chip fly. Hmm. You and know, then... to me, what what happened there? I mean, you had bigger issues with um, Piastri and Ocon meeting. That was a race. That was a race, yeah. Wasn't he Russell during the sprint, not Hamilton? Uh, then, that's where you confused me. I think it was Russell did it in the sprint, Hamilton did it in the race. Sorry, yeah, it was. Sorry, that's I've... that's why I mentioned race because you no no you sort of threw me a curveball yeah, when you no, said No, the reason the reason why I did throw you a curveball is because I'm looking at my notes and I put that bit in the wrong section of my notes. Yeah, it was Russell. Basically, both Rus- the exact same move. But Russell got a five-second time penalty. No, he didn't. He was no further action on it. Well, what the hell did Russell get his five-second for, then? Oh, what was it? Give me a second. Russell did get a five-second time penalty. Yeah, it wasn't for that. No. But I can't remember why. Hang on, um, please hold call. Because I'm slightly confused now. Because I did put it down and I cannot remember because... For leaving the track and gaining an advantage, but it wasn't that it must have been... I think it was just for racking up. Um, penalties, you know, just for racking up. Yeah. Corner cuttings, just a track limits yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean... Where's Russell and Guan Yu Zhou received five second time penalties for leaving the track and gaining yeah. advantage? So Guan Yu Zhou got it as well. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Which I missed. Because otherwise I would have put that down. Um, I'm just checking now. According to the results page, it was going usual as well. Yeah. But it, it, I'd have to say the sprint race was probably better than the actual race. Mm. 
Um, you know, okay, you know, Max won it. Russell got it based on this with Piastri. What's that? What was that for? Sprint? Yeah, it was, it was on lap two. Ah, uh, right, okay. I think I may have missed that. Or I was paying attention. But... Uh, honestly, I'm having to look this up. I'm literally reading the race mm. report on the F1 website. Yeah. Because I, I know they said at the time there was no action on the first corner. This is what I mean. When a, a lot of stuff gets chucked at you, folks. A lot of stuff. During sprint weekends, there's a lot to take in. Oh, yeah. And it isn't always easy to do it. And, yeah, that that this is what's happening. This is why we're having to sort of kind of recap ourselves a little bit because there's a lot going on. Especially when you get breaking news at, like, 1.40 a.m. in the morning, which we'll get into. Um, I'm just, uh, just teasing. Oh, I didn't read it at one forty eight in the morning. I read it when I got up because I have a job. Mm. <laughs> but that image, so I sent obviously David and Alan an image privately. Um, Don't uh, like that, folks. No, no, no. Uh, of a certain results page on the official site that mm. had one result on it. That was confirmed. The rest wiped, and we'll get on to that. <laughs> so somebody was scrambling early hours trying to get that sorted. Oh yeah, but you not see some of the teams brilliantly edited end of race images. I think I think William for a caught glimpse of where they literally just scribbled out and put the new numbers in, mm. which I give him credit. I thought was actually quite genius in the situation. Yeah. So, that was it for the sprint, really, apart from, you know, you had the likes of Max. Max won the sprint, Hamilton. I might still, I may still get points for that. And obviously Leclerc in third. And Lando coming yet again close, but no cigar. But he managed to beat Perez. Yeah. Now I'll come on to Perez. Um... Right, well, in a minute. So, to begin with on the race, we had Stroll, Alonso, Kevin Magnussen and Hulkenberg required to start from the pit lane after their cars were modified. Well, they pulled the cars out of park firmly in order to make adjustments now. I mean, the, the likes of Alonso's car, they basically took all the upgrades off, didn't they? Yeah, basically. Put him back to the old spec car. Yeah. And. Which, you know, pretty extreme. Yeah. And Stroll was still running the. Um, the newer stuff. The newer stuff. So, you know, you get. So we got that, and it was like, ooh, that. I mean, to have four from the pit lane starting was like, wow, it must have been something, you know, it must have been... Well, the fact that it was two complete teams tells you that it was like, those just team decisions that they decided they didn't like. Yeah. How the cars were set up. I mean, it's, 
if it was four random cars, but the fact that it was two complete teams just says that those teams weren't happy. Made a decision, yeah. Yeah. Which is the double edged sword of spring weekends. I don't know your thoughts on it, but the fact we only get one practice session. There's just there's not enough setup time for them. Yeah, but is that necessarily a bad thing? From a from a viewer's point of view, from a fan's point of view, we get to see these teams having to do far more thinking on their feet. Yeah. Once the race comes around, That's... and I'm not I'm not entirely against that. Oh yeah, that was it. I forgot I forgot to mention that. Uh, for the sprint, there was only one DNF, and that was Stroll. Yeah. More brake issues, wasn't it? Yeah. Which were getting on we'll get basically getting on to now anyways mm. with this discussion and it's just it's I kinda get why Aston Martin did it. And I kinda get why Haas did it, but if that's now the case, you know, that cars can pull themselves out apart for me and do that, what was stopping the rest of the grid? You know, what's, what's stopping the rest of the teams from doing that? You're worried we're going to end up with a, like, um, Lewis Hamilton at Hungary situation again. What, one car on, one car on yeah. the starting grid? <laughs> yeah, one car on the grid. I mean, in theory, nothing other than... Just... Most of the time, teams wouldn't want to... Because if they all thought they were doing it, you guarantee one team wouldn't. And no team would want to give away the advantage. Mm. And, yeah, I'm... I'm going to hate myself for saying this. We didn't see the... We did not see the Red Bull this weekend as we would normally see it. What do you mean? Well, the Red Bull didn't really have the dominance. Some, I think I, I, I think a lot of that. Is, I don't think it's as sinister as you're trying to make out. No, something's going on with that car. It's got to be. I, if Max was struggling with them brakes, there's a little bit of a little bit of just end of year shortage of parts. But honestly, I think a lot of what we saw today was simply. I think Red Bull are now foot off the gas this year, are coasting to the end. All their attention, all their resources well, are on 24. Oh, yeah, we know they're on 24. I mean, you know... So you... I think that's why... We, I think what we saw is the other teams that are still working on this year's car, because, let's be honest, there's still plenty of other hmm. places and prize money available. I mean, you've got to, I mean, you've got to think. I think... You know, you've got 20, 22 points at this moment separate Mercedes and Ferrari in the Constructors' Championship. Yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. So, I think that's what... You know, McLaren leapfrogged Aston Mine. I think we're going to see a closing of the team towards the end of the season. Because I think Red Bull at this point, as much as they want to win every race, and they do... All their resources are now in 24. Yeah. I mean, get this. 706 points Red Bull are on. 
This is going to be close to a record for a team in a season. Mm. And I, I realise, as I say, that we have more races now than we ever did. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, if Red Bull... I, I mean, yeah, okay, the, you know, the constructors is done, the drivers is done. But we have Mexico, Brazil, Vegas, and Abu Dhabi left. Yeah. You know, got Mexico this this weekend. This weekend. Literally, Brazil the weekend after. Yeah. I think we have a one-week gap, then Vegas. A, a week gap, Vegas, and then... Is it another week gap, and then Abu? I think it's a week, and then Abu Dhabi. Yeah, we finished by the end of November. Uh... Let's see. So we've got three. So we've got basically a triple header. Yeah. A week break and then a double header. Basically. Ah, so it's back to back. Yeah. Right, but yeah, so, yeah, so the point sounds sexy. I don't think Red Bull are really pushing much. They're just running Probably out not. this year. Because there's no point. No. And... You know, so obviously, yeah. going back to the start of the race, you know, start of the race, the Cota second place thing seems to still be a thing. I mean, only a little bit in the sprint. The second place at Cota seems to get much better launch than first ever yeah. does. Yeah. And obviously, the Hamilton off track. You know, first lap. Leniency. And then... Then we had the little incident between Ocon and... Piastri. Eventually to both of their retirements. With... Side pod damage and quite severe on the game. I certainly I saw the past, saw a shot of the... Um... The Alpine, and it was quite a lot. I don't know if I actually saw the side of the. Well, I be... well, I didn't see the McLaren, but I believe it might it punched a radiator. Yeah. So he had to basically coast the car back, didn't he? Get overheated. Yeah. So, Ocon was the first one out. It didn't look much of a whack, though, did he? Oh no! From the onboard view, they give a fair chunk of force. No, but it didn't look much of a whack. But then... Where did Ocon hit Oscar then? Because it was wheel to side pod, wasn't it? Yeah. But it was Oscar that hit Ocon. Yeah, I think if you think if one final forward, I think it'd be one car's back wheel went into the other's side pod and the other's back wheel went into his side pod. Ah. And then obviously we'll get the you know we'll get the third DNF out and that was Alonso during due to suspension failure, which was quite a bit of a shame, really. And it was a weird one, wasn't it? Because they were talking about it. He first said he thinks he's got a problem, and the team were going, "Oh well, we can't see anything." Yeah. And then they tell us, oh, yeah, you got floor damage, and they retired the car. Mm. I mean, when he said suspension, I was expecting you to suddenly cut to a shot of a, you know, an Aston Martin on three wheels or something. Yeah. 
But, well, we know what the suspension's like. Well, we don't know what the suspension's like in that car because we've never driven one, but we know what the design is of the suspension. Yeah. F1 car suspension is weird because there's times when you can seem to take massive impacts, the Oscar Rocon incident. Yeah. And survive, and yet it seems to get the gentlest tap other times and just falls apart. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like, you know, what's, what's going on with that. But we know, it just, just seems to be the way they're designed. Yeah, it's, it's unusual, but it's makes for entertainment. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the race sort of in general was... Apart from a couple of little blips, I mean, I was going to say, you've got to say, as much as I don't like praising the guy, Hamilton and his team's strategy calls seem to work for them. Because let's be honest, if um, Verstappen's brake issue did have got any worse. Oh, Hamilton. He wasn't was, that far away. Hamilton yet. wasn't that far. Yeah, you know, so this is what I'm saying about having the different strategies in play. He was what? 2.2? Two seconds. Was it less than two? Yeah, he got a little bit of a. Verstappen got a little bit of a save, didn't he? Because he met Danny Rick on the last lap and got <laughs> DRS off him. Uh, yeah. And to be honest, I don't want to say it. You might as well now. But I was right. That's a rarity. I said it'd be a bad decision, didn't I, to chuck Lawson out and bring Danny back? <laughs> have I ever have I ever disagreed with you on that one? No. It's just, yeah, it just, like, that to me has just now proved, you know, I said, let's see how he goes back on the first race. And you're speaking to somebody who I believe is quite a fan of Danny, Rick. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten against the guy, but yeah, if I said right through that, I didn't think bringing him back was the right choice. I mean, okay, he got 12th in the sprint. Yeah, but hmm. for qualifying, even qualifying, he was 14th. He was, he, he just wasn't anywhere. Okay, I, you know, a lot of people will probably jump on me. Yes, okay, about his wrist and all this lot. But if he's not at absolute 100%, why have him back in the car? Yeah. You, you may know. as well, if that's going to be the case, you may as well have had Lawson in a bit longer. Yeah. I mean, you know... Yuki just completely... Okay, you know, Yuki just outshone him. Mm. Especially with that last lap, let's throw the sops on and... Yeah. Take the fastest lap. But Yuki had enough of a gap. To get away with you, which to, to gives do me it. Max's old trick. Yeah. I've nothing against it. It's a trick that I've used in the game. Oh, we know that. But... Yeah, it's a trick that I used to like doing if I was firing up ahead. Yeah. But I, I just... I just feel like, you know, Danny's got the 2024 season ahead of him. They should have just... It, this this really hurts to say this. 
They should have left him out of that car, let him recover, get him a bit more time on the sim, get his his wrist and his hand and everything back up to strength. No, I agree with you. And just left Lawson in for the remainder. I 100% agree. I think I've said that on a couple of podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, he, there was going to be no harm came from giving Lawson the rest of the season. No. no like no. I say, as, as we were discussing earlier about, like I said about winning to Williams, it's, it's experience. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, no, I don't know. It just seemed to be a not one of his finest moments. I know the thing, you know, I know Danny likes Texas. I know that. But I just think people Alpha Tauri made the wrong decision. I'm afraid I'm inclined to agree with you. And, you know, Lawson was at the track. I mean, inside, yeah. he must have felt a bit peeved, but, you know, there's not a He lot. must be sad, I think, well, he couldn't have probably done a lot worse. He probably couldn't have done a lot worse, but he probably could have done a little bit better. That's it, you know. <laughs> considering, so... you know, considering that... Okay, so Yuki... Right, let's just... Yuki finished 10th. Well, that fastest lap for the bonus point. Yeah, well, before the other thing we'll talk about, Yuki finished originally 10th. Hmm. You know, so... Okay, yes. That's still five places ahead of Danny. Yeah. And yeah, Danny's supposed to be the experienced one. Yeah, I, I know, you know... Like I said, people give me shit. Yes, Danny had the accident, but it was just I don't think it's been I don't think it's I'd like the guy, but I don't think it was a good choice. Bringing like him say, back into the Alpha Tauri. I know why they've done it, to give him the track time, give him the Well, I would be there thinking of him as a red bull. That's it. I can't he... I can't see. I, I just He's... Neither can I, but at the same time, he's probably their best option right now. I know. That's the thing. Because, he... like, as I've said to you, every other option they sort of have doesn't have enough experience in my book to go straight into the main car. Yuki, I don't think, has quite no. got quite got it. I think we've covered this topic before, but... Yeah. But, you know, Yuki, you know... The likes of Poaching Bloody Album back. I don't think Album will go back. It didn't do no. great last time. That Red Bull second season is a difficult one, and many a driver has been scared away from it. The only part, like I said, with the in regards of the second seat and regards of Checo, and we'll come on to him in a minute. I mean, I couldn't see Gasly there. I don't think he'd want to know he's now out of that ecosystem entirely, isn't he? Yeah, but I couldn't have seen Gasly there, even when Gasly was at Alvatari. Even though Gasly was a bit like what Yuki's doing now, driving the absolute nuts off the car. 
if it is Gasly when you might get a win with it. Exactly. Um... Don't get me wrong, there was probably a better Alpha Tari back then, but at the same time, he was scoring points pretty consistently. And, and he was always up top five, top six. It was, yeah. He was in top ten at least. Yeah. Without penalty, without the aid of penalties. Yeah. And... I mean, I, I'm swayed across, you know, Lando in the second seat. Lando in the second seat. Yeah. I mean, 100% yeah, if they could buy long, him out of that McLaren contract, whatever that would cost them. Yeah. As long as, 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 long as you know, they're... However, I'm not... The only potential thing with that I see... Well, purely because Lando, Lando, Lando would know that doing that, he wouldn't be able to. He'd be going in as a second driver. Yeah, I know, but Lando and Max are friends. Oh yeah, yeah, friends, friends off the track. Yeah, when the helmet goes on, things change. Yeah, but but I'm trying to make it. I'm not sure how Lando would take to being told, you know. Basically, being the second driver because right now he's number one at McLaren. Well, think about it. We'll go back. Let's quickly go back <laughs> to the previous race. Lando's comment over the radio. I've been told to hold back for Oscar. Mmm. That's what I'm saying. And what was his comment? Why? Why is mm. that? And it was where quite. Red Bull, you wouldn't get, where Red Bull, you wouldn't get the chance. You wouldn't get that choice. No, but it was quite a sarcastic answer back. The way mm. it was like, why is that? Sort of. It wasn't in his normal Lando tone, and you could hear that in his voice. Yeah, because he's not. Because, like I say, he's he's been number one of that team for quite a few years now. Probably since, since in fact, even a little bit that, that last year that Danny Rick was there, I think Lando was sort of very up. much being pushed to the top of the yeah. In the same way that I commented about, we've now got this power struggle at Mercedes. We had the same there, and I think Lando won it. Yeah, hence why Danny left. Yeah, but Danny was pushed. I mean, okay, yeah. I still. I kind of want to take back my comments about Oscar from last year. No, I will still stand by the way he conducted that piece of business. No, 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 no. The way I said, I don't think he'll be. It's a good. I don't. I didn't think it was a good choice for McLaren. I did say I don't think it's a good choice. Mm. I take that back. I don't take back the way he condoned the whole the way he conducted that piece yeah, of business. Where he conducted the whole Alpine situation. That I don't take back, but I take back the whole him not being a good choice. And that is not because of his sprint wins and all this lot. It's his general performance has been top notch. Exactly. So, yeah, I take back from what I've said about that, but I don't take back the way the Alpine. Mm. Off. I mean, okay, he got unlucky 
with the Ocon. You know, that was a case of too many cars in one place and shit. Oh, just, yeah, that's... The shit just went down. <laughs> that's it. It's not like he... The worst you can give him there is a 50-50. Yeah. It's not like he's thrown the car out of barrier. No. You know, it was a case of probably... It's a bit like the whole Perez free-wide incident of, you know, like Perez being... Qatar, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't his fault. Couldn't really blame him. Don't think he could have done differently. He's not been there. Yeah. But where Oscar, kind of everybody was just battling. And yeah. considering where Oscar was on the grid, where was he? With Pe- Oh, yeah, Perez again. You know, behind Perez, Yuki and all that lot, he was in that sort of group. Mm. He didn't really have much choice. He, if he backed out, he was... Oh, you can't back out. You can't back out. You back out too hard at the start, you just get a car straight with your backside. Well, this is what I mean. If he'd have backed out, he'd have had an Alpha Tauri up his backside, possibly two Alpha Males up his backside, mm. and maybe a Williams. So, you know, it it didn't... It it was just one of them incidents. Now, the Mexicans were out in force at quarter, I believe. <laughs> you noticed that, did you? Hmm. Let's go, well, we all know, look at the follow. I mean, next week, I mean, I, I love Mexico as a place. You know, I've been there. Never been. Oh, it, it's well worth. It's a lovely, it's a long flight, 12-hour flight, but it's well worth a visit. But anyway, the point I was going to make is they are they are passionate people and they really are passionate about the boy Perez. We know. And I think the run of form and with all the comments and you yourself have sat here and talked about the comments made against him. I think there was just a little bit of a show of Solidarity. people still believe in him. Yeah. Which I still fully I fully believe he can get his head side out. I still fully believe in the talent he has as a driver. Oh, you're talking me wrong. He's a good driver. I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where it's gone right now. But... Yeah, this is what I mean. Don't get me wrong. He's a good driver. He's shown that. I mean, you can go back. God, I still feel like I have talked him into that Red Bull seat. I know. Because all them podcasts leading up there, I was like, when we realised there was going to be an empty Red Bull seat coming, and he was going to be out of drive because Vettel at the time got announced as Aston Martin. Aston, I was there going, he'd be your one. Yeah, and then he gets you know, it. Honor if you honor if you're listening. It's about fifteen percent admin fee I charge. It's not much. You know, hit me up. You know, <laughs> it was just like I'll check my email later, Christian. Watch this. I'll get an email from called Christian later, and he'll scare the shit out of me. Mm. <laughs> but... You're probably signing up a fake email, as Christian Honor, as we speak. <laughs> I wish. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't wish to impersonate anybody and uh, get myself into trouble. <laughs> but yeah, it... the one thing I do want for next week is Helmut Marco not to uh, to kind of be there and then never leave. <laughs> <laughs> you mean all those like Carnival of the Dead masks? You know, because there was like an ominous sign, are you? Hmm. But going back, I'd love, I'd love to get out to a Mexican Grand Prix. But going back to Perez, um, you know, unfortunately, there are rumours flying around that, you know, perhaps he's 
his time is running out. But I mean, as it stands, he's still contracted for next year. He's contracted for next year, but now we know Red Bull aren't afraid of the mid. They're about the only team who ever do mid-season driver changes. Yeah, which I don't want to see that happen next year. No, I'm I'm not a fan of that at all. I I don't even like it in the game when it gives you the option halfway through a season. No. I'm sorry, you you give some. I mean, I still kind of think they did De Vries a little day. He didn't get a lot of time in my book. I know they did De Vries. I know they did De Vries day. You know, he did. I understand you want results, hundred percent. That's why everybody's on that grid. But I've said it before, with the lack of testing time that young drivers are allowed these days, mm. you can't just give them a dozen races and then say, "Well, they're clearly not good enough." Yeah, but that is down. I mean, look, it, it took Oscar half the season in a major car upgrade. Yeah. To be where he is. Mm. You know, Sargent got his first points this weekend. Okay, it was a, <laughs> there's a little bit of luck involved. Oh, yeah, a little bit of luck, yeah. But should we come on to that little bit of topic? I think that's where we're aiming towards. As he said, the big news that we all woke up to this morning. I was still awake when this news broke. No, I wasn't. I know you weren't. Um, but I was up at, what, 20 to 5 for work, so I hmm. have a valid excuse. <laughs> so, race, as you, the race ran, as you know, or as you may not know. But if you didn't, you missed some good news. Um, Unless you're Alan, who at this point has thrown something at his podcast machine. Probably. And... I will say, I, I did see, wasn't long after the end of the race, an FIA technical document went round saying that two cars had been referred to the stewards. Yeah. Now, I remember reading it at the time as 44 and 16. And in my head, I assumed it was the two Mercedes. I've got Russell is 63, not 16, isn't he? Russell 63, yeah. I read it as 16, and I thought, the two Mercs, I thought, Merck have screwed a setup up somewhere. Mm. It wasn't like got up this morning that I learned. Yeah, so it was car number 44, as you know, as Lewis Hamilton, and car number 16, as you know, as Charles Leclerc. So mm. originally it was the original race result was Max. Hamilton. Hamilton and Norris. And Leclerc was sixth, wasn't he? Yes. See, I was paying attention. And that all changed at about 1.40 a.m. UK time. Don't know the local time over there. No, I couldn't tell you that one. We had breaking news that Hamil Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc got disqualified. Because the cars was it excessive it was excessive wear on the undercarriage, wasn't it? The cars they got it was for the technical infringement of uh plank plank wear reg Irregulations. Irregularities. Yeah. So basically, let's 
not go too technical with it. Yeah, because to be perfectly honest, while I, I get the gist, I don't fully understand the menu details. Under the under the uh, floor of the car, there is a plank. It's not... It's what's known as a plank, but it's not a wooden plank. It is made out of a certain material. I don't know what. Titanium well from the skid plates, aren't they? I'd, with it, I can't remember. Um, I'm sure the skid plates. Still in the skid plates, I'm sure titanium. It's something. That's where you get the sparks. Hmm. And, you know, due to the, what they were saying, due to the bumpiness of the track, the sprint weekend, and having all that, it wore the plank down to lower than the minimum. And I can't remember what the minimum is. I don't know numbers. I don't think if people want to know numbers, I'm sure it's ready available either online or in news articles. Basically, it's a rule that every car has to follow, and it's been a as rule. As we're aware, it's eighteen a... out of twenty cars managed it. Yeah, it's a rule that's been in there uh, at least nineteen ninety four. I think it's about 1994 it's been in since because Michael Schumacher got disqualified for the same thing. So yes, it's not exactly a new one for this year then? No. And sorry, but all the Hamilton fans are completely up in arms. Yeah, but they're always up in arms if, you know, next year enforce the rules on him. Um... There was. Oh, I can't. Remember. I'd seen the. I'd seen the article, and obviously it resulted in a lot of people. Well, moving Leclerc up. was second, so everybody moved up. Second up was moved up at least one place. Everyone behind six moved up two places. Yeah. Um. Which I'll call me a witch. I mean, you know, fair, sort of fair play to Lando, though, because you know he got driver of the day, which I think deserved to an extent. Maybe there was probably a couple of. More standout drives out there, but certainly he did what he needed to do and probably got the best he could out of the car that day. Mm. Oh. And then got handed a reprieve. That's one thing I didn't see, and I'm glad I didn't. What's that? Uh, I didn't realize Mr. Musk was there again. Oh, yeah, he was in the uh, Mercedes garage. garage, yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah, I didn't realize that. Oh no, obviously, it cut to a shot of him, and I'm guessing 
His kid. The kid, Pythagoras, or whatever it's called. I don't know. I know it's his it's kid. It's A-E-X-A-C. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's... A strange name. Hmm. Yes, it. Deadly Dark Sheep. <laughs> no, but it's it's a strange... No, I, I know. I was, I was taking the peas. Name for a, a... Calling a child. It sounds like the kind of name you'd give to, like, a toaster. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I'm going to say... I thought we were past all that crap. Oh, what crap? The podium. Now, this is America. Did you hear the booze? Oh, yeah. Which I just, yeah. If you're the kind of person who goes to that and booze, grow the fuck up. And it was then... I know you don't like the language of the podcast. I'm sorry, but I think that one deserves it. Oh, no. This, all, this podcast always gets marked as expletive. You know that, because especially when I start. But yeah, hundred percent. There was no I get, need. I get that people dislike Red Bull Verstappen and what's happening. I, I get that. I'm not the biggest Red Bull fan. However, to boo him is just childish. Yeah, there was booze, but then they were shouting, they were chanting Checo over the national anthems when the Dutch national anthem was played. Yeah. They were chanting Checo over it. And the Austrian national anthem, you know. There was basically Checo was being chanted over that. And it's like you know, and just because like and some of it was because Hamilton was on the podium as well. The booze as well. Hmm. But it was the boo, you know, when Hamilton got his trophy, when Max received his trophy, there was a lot of boos. Oh, yeah. When Hamilton got his trophy, there was a lot of cheers from the same set of fans that were booing. It's just like... I mean, just... Grow a fucking pair, for Christ's sake. Not worth the time and the wasted breath, mate. No. We all know it's wrong. Just people who are that immature are that immature. They're not true fans, so they're not gonna be listening to this. No. And it's just it it just it infuriates me. Okay, yeah, I like Checo. Yes, there was a lot of Mexican people there supporting Checo. But just because Checo didn't yeah. get you know, there was no need to boo another Correct. driver. At the end of the day, they're the ones that are sat in that bastard car hurtling round tracks for your entertainment while you're sat there watching them. <laughs> Correct. You know, okay, if you want to go boo, go watch a f- go bloody go watch football. Oh, sorry. Soccer. Well, you're going to say go and see helmets. Oh, well. <laughs> Um, but (laughs) (laughs) so that'd be your solution to that. Mm. But okay, you know, Perez, what did he get out of that? Fourth, no, first, and or second, yeah, he got fourth out of that. Good result for him, 
Mm. Granted, you know, he, he was... What was he? Fifth? No. He was... Was he fifth? He was fifth, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sorry, but if Max wins at Mexico, there's going to be booze again. There's going to be absolute outrage from the Mexican fans. You can, yeah. I, I can see it happening. It's but you, not right. It just... I mean... I watched the media pen as well with a Max interview. I don't know if you've seen it. It is circulating on like Twitter and Facebook no, and I stuff. Didn't. He was asked about the booze. And do you know what he said? Go on. I don't care. I'm the one that gets to take the trophy home with me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. In a lot of ways, I think he's the kind of person who's just, the more they boo him, the more he's going to want to just piss him off. Do better. Yeah. yeah. I get the I get the impression that that's his attitude. If they're gonna boo him, he's that's it. He's just gonna knuckle down on it. Yeah. Because you know, at the end of the day, what's the booing going to achieve for Checo? Not a lot. <laughs> because I bet even if asked, I bet even Checo doesn't like it. No, I bet Checo's probably pissed at it. That's the thing. Even he won't be there thinking, "Yeah, that's great," because he does. He knows that he's. All he does is make people turn against him and the Mexican people and his fans. Yeah. You know, okay. You know, Checo's way behind in the driver standings. Checo is still fighting to stay second. second. But there's nothing Checo can do now. It's done. Well, there is. Perform. Yeah, but... To keep second. Yeah, well, that's what... Yeah, well, yeah, but there's nothing he can do to win anymore. You know, there's oh, no, no. there's no title there anymore. It's been done. You know, the drivers has been done. Constructors has been done. He did play his part in constructors and maybe a little because he didn't think the staff basically won it on his own, but still, he did play a part in the constructors. Yeah. Because that, cause that points all for the constructors includes both of them. Oh, yeah. All 706 of them. Yeah. Insane. It's just... I mean, Ferrari. I'm Ferrari, sure... once again, managed to do a beautiful job of clutching defeat from the jaws of victory. They're good at that. <sighs> Ferrari's monkey strategies were back out. This uh, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Was Did they have the uh, alphabet book of uh, strategies this weekend? I don't know. Whatever book they had, they were reading it backwards. Oh, my God. They were just... They were... They would just, yeah. It's like... But then to get disqualified, like poor Leclerc, then to get disqualified on the end of it as well. Mm. Yeah. Christ, I bet, he, I bet he went home and kicked the cat. Aye. I, I, <laughs> I bet he wasn't happy. I mean, quite a few French expletives coming out of that garage, I bet. From who? From Leclerc. Leclerc or bloody... What do you call him? The sir. Hmm. I suppose at least he could both insult him French and at least another good chance they'd be going to that understand it. Well, really. And it's just like, you know, to some 
I mean, the one surviving Alpine did well. <laughs> Stroll, I'm sorry, but you, yes, you got some points, but you, you just need to go bye bye. I'm, I'm done with him. I'm just. He's, yeah, he's not. He's not a. After showing some level of, back in the Force India days, he actually did show a little bit of. I must admit, I was a big thought when he first came in that it was a daddy's money job. Hmm. And he actually proved us wrong. Yeah. I don't think he ever quite as a win, did he? But he had some quite good results back in the early Force India days. He'd had a win, he's had wins in the lower discipline, but then... Mm. Yeah. You know, back in the time when Checo drove for them, and that Force India was quite commonly the third car in the lineup. Yeah, and Checo going from stupid position to winning or, you know... <laughs> Bahrain out of loop. <laughs> no, but okay, he started high up. Got crashed into at the first corner, had to pit for a front wing, yeah. ended up last and went on to win it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. But yeah, for Stroll, but at the same time, he just, I don't know, maybe he's suffering a little bit the same as Perez, that he's just, he's trying hard to match Alonso. Yeah, but. And he... that's just a very tall order. Yeah, but he, he can't. Honestly, he can't. He can't do it. No, I, I agree with you. I just don't think he's got... Which is why, whenever we've talked about like future Merck drivers, I've never included him. Cause I, don't, I don't think he's ever... Considering he's considering been in the Merck ecosystem. I mean, okay. I don't think he's... You know... Top car. To begin with, when the Aston Martin was looking stronger, he wasn't doing so bad. And yeah, then, even then he was still being blitzed by Fernando. Well, yeah, obviously. And then it was just a case of just something went wrong for him. I mean, his driving style as a whole it, just a, is borderline. The, the Aston Martin seasons started off strong and then seemed to have fizzled out. Yeah. I think he's a large part of it. Now, I think what you're then seeing as a result is Alonso's doing what Albon's doing with the Williams. Yeah. He can just, he can create magic. Hmm. Stroll, sadly, does not have that ability now. Maybe with more experience, I don't know. I actually doubt it, if I'm being honest, but I have been wrong in the past. Yeah, but Stroll... Stroll's driving style has been borderline. There's been incidents where, you know, with Stroll that have been questionable. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I think it's just basically, like you say, bye-bye, Stroll. I say, that, that, that would be me. Stroll out, Mick in that seat, yeah. convince Alonso to stay for a couple of years. Help Mick. Bring Mick up to speed, impart that wisdom, that experience. Hmm. And like I say, two years down the line, Hamilton goes off to that electric Dakar thing that he was playing with. Yeah. And we get Mick Schumacher backing up George Russell. Yeah. You know, Williams had an okay race. 
pass. William Williams had a really good Williams handed double points. I say Logan Sargent gets his first points on his home soil. Not off the a, way you'd want to get it. Say, agree, off, but... off the back end of a DSQ, yeah. Hey, the record the score card doesn't say how you got him. No. But you know the the score card doesn't have an asterisk next to it saying only because other cars got disqualified. He got points. I know he got points. But that means now there's only one driver on the grid that needs to score. Danny. Danny. Because Lawson scored two. Logan Sargent. Yuki's now scored about four. Logan Sargent has one. Yuki has eight. Eight? Blowing hell. Guan Yu Zhou has six. K Mag has three. You know, Danny is now, yeah. because Nick DeVries now can't score any points. Danny, Danny. Danny is the only one now still on zero points. Do you reckon he's got it in him by the end of the season? No. That's going to be a Danny Rick fan, that's... No. I'm, like I say, I'm a Danny Rick fan, but... No. I... I just think I think he's come back too early. I don't sure if he's coming back at all. Too early. I'm just not sure if he was ever going to be a. In the same way that when Schumacher came back, mm. you see, just with the exception of Alonso, yeah, it seems to be a very difficult road to travel. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Alonso. When Alonso come back, I was thinking, ooh, okay. Yeah, I did. I had visions of Schumacher's return in the Merc. Yeah. And, but, no, Alonso's just, I don't know, something's just seemed to have clicked with Alonso. But, and, yeah. Yeah, honestly. We'll see. With four races left yet, you never know. Danny, I think if Danny does get a point, he's going to maybe slouch one. We're not going to be talking a, an amazing, oh, he wins. He might get lucky with a couple of DNFs and get a point. Yeah. I mean, Ve- Vegas will be the big test. I think what Vegas is, it's, it's another massive level leveler. Because none of these guys have driven that track. Apart from simulations. Hey, none of them have actually been out there. No, but that's what I'm saying. Apart from the simulations, they've not... Well, well, Checo and... Was it Hamilton? The thing is, the track has not yet been properly sealed off the way it will be on a race weekend. No, but when they were messing around on the surface, on the strip. It's still not the same. No, but it's, it gives them a rough idea of surface. No pun intended. You know, them flying down the a bit of the Vega Strip, where mm. near where they're actually going to the track is, or what is going to be on the track. It gives them a bit of an idea of what it feels like. 
But apart I still from... don't think there's a huge amount you can translate the actual. No, I know, but it was, you know what I mean? Just the only example I could give. Because apart from, like, like we say, simulation work, nobody's driven it. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, okay. What, what was your overall thoughts of this weekend? Like I say, not the most interesting, and it goes back to my other thing I've said before. I, I'm never a big fan of races that get decided in the steward's office. I'm not the biggest fan of we wake up to find the results all change. I'd like to turn the TV off after a race to think I've seen the race. You know what I mean? Yeah, but unfortunately we didn't. If we were to be able to predict the fact that Hamilton and Leclerc would go into get disqualified oh, yeah, because, of, because of ride height or plank wear, I still think it was ride height. I think they, they'd both slightly... Their it's possible. A little bit low. Possible, but all that said, not the most exciting. Coat is a circuit that I have mixed opinions about. I'm not the biggest fan of it. It has its moments, but I don't think it was the right circuit for a sprint. No. We have to do this. We have to, for the last one. We have to start thinking which circuits do you want sprints? I'm not going to put it into nine, but for no, future. no, 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 no. Yeah, no. For the last one of the season, we will. But other than that, as I said, gutted for Norris. Got... So near yet so far again. <sighs> Norris knew, though, even when he was leading, there was no chance of holding that. He could have hold that, held that Red Bull off. But then what, it, what favours would it have done because it would have brought just slowed them both down and brought Hamilton and yeah the Ferrari. It's like, oh no, I, I agree. He knows got the best he could have that weekend, and yeah, then but... he got gifted a little bit extra. Well, that's the thing for his trouble. Norris was probably told, Look, you may want to fight Max, your fight isn't with Max, your fight is to keep. Hmm. As yeah. you say, they managed to leapfrog Aston Martin this weekend. Yeah. Which has always been what they were pushing for. Yeah. And their fight is with Aston Martin and all that lot. And it is what it is. I mean, on to Mexico, really. Well, see, you got any thoughts? You got any pearls of wisdom? There was no safety cars. There wasn't even really a yellow flag, was there? No. Not really. It's... I hate to say it, but I like it when the safety car gets involved in races. I think I was just thinking that towards the end of it, when, like, Max was having them brake issues, I was thinking to save the safety car now and push the field together. He's screwed. Well, not necessarily he's screwed. No, I wouldn't. But it would just have added a little bit of spice, a little bit of... Mm. I mean, I'm not advocating competition safety cars. I don't want my name putting behind that one. <laughs> Something touring cars did try a good few years ago. Mm. With so many laps to go, they would bring the safety car around just to bunch the field up. Yeah, no. I'm not advocating that. No. But 
I will say, the kind of races where you end up with five or ten laps after a safety car can be some of the most fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that's what I mean. Because I think... Did the last race not get safety? Did the last race get safety card? Yeah, it did, didn't it? We had one. Oh, yeah, it did, yeah. I because mean... of Hamilton and Russell. Yeah, but that was earlier on. Come on, never forget that. That that moment was going to live rent free in my head for a lot of years. <laughs> Did you see that thing where if you go on Google Maps, look at the circuit, somebody's put a view Hamilton's, Hamilton's tires. wheel. Yeah. I mean, at least you'd be. And another one that was like George and Russell's friendship. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, you'd be glad to know though. This weekend is back to this upcoming weekend in Mexico is back to normal. Yeah. Practice one at half past seven. 11. We have one more sprint left. Where is it? Abu Dhabi? Brazil. Brazil? The last, okay. the last one is Brazil. I was going to say, we have, well, I know we have one more sprint left. I can't remember exactly where it was. Yeah, but... Brazil. But Abu Dhabi and Vegas are just normal weekends. Hmm. But no, it wasn't the best. It just... It just petered out, you know what I mean? It just, yeah, it got quite. It, it was boring. And this is where you know yourself. It becomes hard work as an F one fan because you get the old naysayers and you try and defend a race like that from them. Yeah, it it was. Started off well, and then just slowly started fizzling out. I mean, I'm probably going to upset a lot of American listeners. But it it just didn't... Yeah, it wasn't one of the best quarter races we've had. No, wasn't. But roll on, roll on Mexico and see what it can... Roll on Mexico. Roll on Brazil, the final sprint of the season. Roll on Vegas to see what just such a shit show that's going to be. Oh, you know how much I'm looking forward to that one. I'm not. I'm looking forward to it for one reason. I want to see how many people end up in a wall. <laughs> that sounds how many really. People do your trick. Well, it, yeah, it sounds quite sadistic, but I do want to see how much they have got on the simulator time of that track Mm -hmm. compared to driving the real thing. And let's see where the mistakes are. Okay, we don't drive it a lot in game. But I think I've had a bit more track time than you. Well, let's be honest. All I recall of driving the radio station bouncing down the track on my nose. (laughs) And you know what I'm referring to there. Yeah. But Vegas, it doesn't look a complicated track, but it, it's quite a speedy track at some points. It's going to look... It's going to be interesting to see that one. And then we've got the final of the usual Abu Dhabi. That's not obviously changed since they did the original change. Yeah, Ab- Abu Dhabi... 
Well, Abu Dhabi concludes Oof. one of the most controversial moments in F1 history. So yeah, let's not go back. He's to always 20... remembered for that. <laughs> let's not go back to 2020. Yeah, I think we've probably yeah. already upset the Hamilton fans this episode. Let's not compound it. Yeah, let's not. And yeah, <laughs> just before we finish, I do want to just quickly say anything we say is actually opinions. You know, it is our opinions. Then mm. if you don't like what we say, then that's fair enough. But we do condone any action or hostility towards us as the presenters of this podcast. But <laughs> mm. on that bombshell, it's... Oh, yes, shit. No, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Don't, nearly... don't, don't deny us. <laughs> nearly forgot. Don't deny us. So, as you know, we run the Fantasy League um, when mine wants to actually decide to load. Move to the official F1, which is open to anybody. Anybody. I would say maybe for next year we should make a league that anybody can join. Yeah, I think we will. And that'd be an interesting one. You know, anybody listening who'd be interested, throw a team in a league with us and we'll see how we all do. Yeah, I think that would be quite interesting to do. So, obviously... Oh, okay, guys. I have to re... Unfortunately, you will see that, but you won't see anything else. Whoops. I have I had to re-sign in. So my basically my email address I used got signed to Sean. But unfortunately Just just blur it before you do that. Uh yeah, I'll have to. Just just blur that, that's not big. Oh you son of a bitch. <laughs> How? How? Oscar you know what, did Verstappen's dying six. Yeah. Gotta say, because Oscar's lost you oh, Oscar's lost you twenty, so Oscar's gonna have lost me points and all. But yeah, no, I didn't actually have a terrible I actually salvaged that one a little bit. You did, didn't you? And I mean if I look look at this you had Fernando, so you had two DNFs. Yeah, but the problem is, are you gonna are you gonna be able to get near Alan? Um, what am I? Hundred and hundred and just had two hundred points off him, so it's it's doable. I'll be honest, you're catchable. I know I'm frigging catchable. That... I mean, if you compare what Alan's final team got to me. If I can pull that kind of gap on you in a couple of races, I'll suddenly be right on top of you. Which one did he... What was his final team? Well, GT again only got 104 points. Yeah, no, it's... No, the what one, I mean is the that one that I'm you want to look at is the one that got 155. Yeah, so I... Hamilton, Piastri, yeah. How many points did he get for Hamilton? Minus four. Because they lose 25 points for being disqualified. So what he made up in the... Probably what he made up in the sprint he lost. Maybe in the qualifying position and that, yeah. Lost That's what I'm saying. You look at um, Piastri. 
it's funny because like he almost leveled himself out. He went for the DNF in the last race. Yeah. Because he lost four points for I think positions lost in the sprint, but he gained four points for everything else. Well, he'd lost. He'd lost my because he lost he lost five points on in positions, but gained sprint. five points in qualifying position and race overtake. So those two actually zeroed each other out, and yeah. then lost the twenty for the DNF. And then he got four on the race overtake. Mm. Yeah, he kind of hmm. would have been even ish. And obviously Alonso Alonso lost me because he lost one position on the sprint. He had four overtakes within the sprint because he not classified mm. minus a twenty, but he had eight overtakes in the race. So it didn't do you know, it mm. it didn't do as much damage really. As it could have done. And obviously Max, yeah, got me there. Ooh. And I'll say this. I'll say to you what I say to Alan. I want used. I don't want used to catching me. Oh, I'd quite like to catch you. Oh, I know you would. Just to rub it in at the end of the season. <laughs> would I do such a thing? And I'm hoping we're still going to get access on the day that we do these. We should do. I can't see them literally closing it down the day after the final. Yeah, I don't think they will. I hope not, because I'd like to get the final I'm pretty confident they will. But, as you can see, yeah, that's that's that. And... I know, I'm the greatest. Yeah. You just... <laughs> I, I'm a little bit worried. I'll admit that. But anyways, we're gonna end this one here. Obviously, thank you to David for joining me. Been a pleasure as always. Thank you to everyone listening. However you choose to listen, so great to be all out there. And yes, we will see you for the next one, which is Mexico. So until then, later, folks. Goodbye for now.